Welcome back to Internal Affairs. I'm your host, Mandy, and I'm back. So, um, I took a break. I decided I was going to do bi-weekly solely because school was starting, and then it turned into three weeks because I got scared about school, honestly. But I'm very happy to be back, and um, today we're kind of going to take it a little bit more lax, bro. Um, we're going to take it a little bit more lax and talk about routines, my routine, what routines I've had in the past, how I found my current routine, gratitude journaling, what I've been working on with Blueberry, and how school is going and looking for me. So, hope that sounds interesting to you. I know it will be for me because it's about me and I'll try I'm, I'll be talking about other stuff that's been going on or I feel so I'm excited to be back and I will be consistent now. So yeah welcome. So routines. I think routines are incredibly difficult to create and keep up with. I listened to this podcast. I referenced this in the last podcast about how friction is needed to create habits or to deter habits and lack of friction helps create habits. I want to try to have the least amount of friction when I make my routine, but also I have a hard time transitioning from like school to being just me and having my own hobbies in the evening, but I also have a hard time to just transitioning from the morning into work, especially if I don't have class that day and I just have to like get up from my comfy bed, walk 10 feet to my desk and then start work. It is difficult. And so I started a routine to help my mind get back into that. So um, now my routine is kind of, I wake up, I take some meds and I sleep in a little bit extra. Then I wake up, make my protein smoothie which consists of one frozen banana, two strawberries, a small handful of blueberries, some granola with some extra dried strawberries I get from Trader Joe's with my friend Kendall. I also add vanilla, two scoops of cauldron powder that has protein in it as well, and blend that up. But I blend it up in segments so that the granola doesn't get too blended because I really like texture in my smoothies and I hate it when it's just a smoothie. I need to have something to like chew on to feel whole for some reason. <laughs> so... I have a smoothie, I drink the smoothie, I usually have my work meeting for that day, and then I start on work is what you would think. But really, I like take a couple more minutes and clean my kitchen, watch a show while I do that, just to help myself like wake up and feel like I'm myself. And if I still can't work, I will do 10 minutes of yoga. I've been doing yoga a lot recently. Um, I have chronic pain and I've had it for almost two years now. And I haven't gone to the gym since the chronic pain started um, two years ago. I mean, I have, but I keep getting panic attacks. Um, so that's not fun. But yoga, I think, is really good for me because my doctors say that the main thing that's holding me back is my mind doesn't trust my body to not hurt itself again. And so it's triggering pain when technically I don't need to have pain. It's just my body freaking out that I'm going to hurt it again. So I feel like some namaste is in order <laughs> to, to work on that. So I've been doing yoga and I'm actually also doing this 30 day yoga nightly routine where I do this kind of more intense 30 minute yoga with Adrian, um, very popular YouTube yoga person. And yeah, she's nice. She has a dog named Benji 
and it helps me feel like I'm not just a desk, like I have a body that I can move, even though it's difficult, more difficult than I used to do. I used to do yoga a lot more when I was working out like five days a week as like a cool down. Now I am doing it and I'm really not pushing myself to move my hips um, to to stretch as hard as they can, what like I used to. I'm treating it more as like just me really taking my time and it's helping and I feel more in control of my mind and of my stomach, honestly, which I think is interesting. I'm in a healthy relationship and so with healthy relationship usually comes relationship weight and it's not that it's a lot of weight, but it is nice to feel like I'm able to just eat what I used to eat or what I usually eat, which is a lot of veggies because I'm vegetarian. Anyways, so I do yoga in the morning if I don't feel like I'm getting into the headspace that I need to, which is a lot recently. And then after I do the 10 minute yoga, I take a cold shower. Why do you take a cold shower? Um, it helps my chronic pain. <laughs> And it helps me like wake up without caffeine. I don't drink coffee. I drink tea sometimes. Um, I really have this, I have this really nice tea place on at Finley that I go to. And I usually have passion orange oolong tea or a throat tea. Oh, that was the other reason I didn't record last week. Um, I had like a slight throat issue. And the reason I didn't start this podcast sooner was because I had vocal nodes. And so now whenever I feel like my throat is starting to hurt at all, I'm like, stop everything. <laughs> just just calm down for a couple days, let it fix itself, and then start to do vocal stuff again. And I started to sing again today, and I feel a lot better about it. And so I decided to record today. So that's a side tangent, but that's literally this podcast. So, but yeah. I take cold showers and they do kind of suck. I knew someone who taught me how to do the Wim Hof method. I don't do the breathing techniques, but I do like cold showers. I think that it's good for um, focusing your mind on one task and doing what it doesn't want to do. And then it helps set you up to do the rest of your day's work that you might not want to do immediately. Like for me, dopamine is really important for my mind. And um, so it helps me to force myself to do things that don't give me automatic dopamine, like edit a paper or do homework rather than just watch anime all day, which will happen and does happen some days. So yeah, that's usually my morning routine. After I take a cold shower, I am usually able to get my work done. It's just I, I don't love taking cold showers as much as I used to. I used to take them all the time, every day for my chronic pain and just for my morning routine. I had such a long morning routine last year. I was going through it. I was having a tough summer. Um, I was just like in a tough spot. I had not great people in my life and I was just keeping them in my life or I was like trying to get out of them. I don't recall which one, it's probably overlap. Um, and I also just kept working at Target and so I did, I don't know if you guys know about it, um, the billionaire routine. It has a whole title because it's well known. I did the billionaire routine for a long time and that's where I derive some of my current morning habits. I think it's nice for people to do. It's a really long morning routine, but 
in that morning routine, I think you learn what you do and do not like in a morning routine and what works for you. For instance, uh, I'm going to read off the very extensive morning routine that is the billionaire morning routine. And after each step, I'm going to explain why or why not I didn't like that part of the routine. And then at the end, regroup, say the entire list, and hopefully it'll inspire you to try it and see if it what does and does not fit into your life and your schedule and your preferences. So the first is spend 15 minutes after you wake up recalling your dreams. Issue number one with that with me. I have nightmares all the time. I had a nightmare recently. There was like a mass shooting in my dream. I was just like two feet away from a lot of people dying and then someone was kidnapping me or trying to and as they were in like the alleyway they morphed into like another like dangerous animal once they saw me. It was crazy. So like I don't love recalling my dreams. (laughs) I usually just call my partner in the middle of the night being like dude I feel like I'm gonna die and then they're like no that's cool it's just in the middle of the night and I'm like okay cool and then I go back to bed. So that's why I don't do the recall my dreams. But the morning routine, first step is you wake up and you recall your dreams for 15 minutes. I also think this is an issue because who doesn't fall back asleep if they're in their bed for 15 minutes? Um, If you don't do that, good for you. I'm proud of you. Um, Or you just can't go to bed usually, which I understand that too. I've had a sleeping disorder my entire life. But after you think about your dreams, you make your bed and have a full glass of water. Um, it's really hard to have a full glass of water. I found this part of the routine very difficult. Yeah, it was, it was tough, but you get better at it. That's the cool thing about this routine is if you do it for a couple weeks, you get better at all of these. Like making your bed doesn't feel like an absolute chore and having a glass of water quickly doesn't feel like dying. (laughs) I don't know why I'm talking about this so much. I'm, well, I'll stop talking about it. First, you do some breathing exercises of your choice. Usually box breathing is what I would do. So you breathe in for four, hold for four, breathe out for four, hold for four, and repeat that. Um, Repeat that like four or five times. And then you're supposed to meditate for 20 minutes. 20 minutes is a long time to meditate. It's a long time to meditate. Some people can meditate for longer, um, but 20 minutes is a long time. But also, it's nice to have that time cut out. But then after the meditation, you exercise, but only for like one to two minutes. So like jumping jacks, uh, sit-ups, what are they called? Uh, push-ups? Wow. So um, you, do, you do them for one to two minutes just to get your body moving. That doesn't count as your exercise exercise for the day, which I thought was always funny because I was like, when am I going to exercise? I'm in chronic pain all the time anyways. Um, and then after I do intense exercise for one to two minutes, you take a cold shower. Now, okay, I'm going to go into depth about cold showers just a little bit longer. Um, Cold showers are really, really great for your hair, for your skin, for chronic pain. Think about ice packs. Ice packs are good for pain, right? And so if you immerse yourself in cold water for a little bit, it helps relax your muscles because they tense up, but they also release at the same time. Um, Think about ice baths for athletes. It's kind of on the same vein really interesting and odd and really hard to do. What I do now, I still am trying to get back into cold showers, is I do 10 seconds 
each side. <laughs> and so I do 10 seconds, 10 seconds, 10 seconds, 10 seconds. I do a one fourth of my body at a time because I also have tennis elbow. Um, so I always try to get cold water running down my tennis elbow so that maybe it won't hurt as much during the day. And honestly, my tennis elbow hasn't been as intense as it usually is. So after your cold shower, you make coffee or tea. I always made matcha tea when I was doing this routine. I made matcha with like the whisk and everything and I put oat milk in it and I also had this other type of like vegan oat creamer. This vegan creamer was bomb, but it was expensive. I remember that. It was it was like $6 for like a skinny bottle, which always bugged me, but I was going through it, so I was going to get myself some creamer. Um, and so you make your tea and once you have your tea, you journal for the morning. And you can journal about whatever you want. But after you journal, you're supposed to make a to-do list, a to-feel list, and to-be list. Yes, this is weird at a glance. But it really does do something to you. In yoga, they always say, like, when you're doing, like, a moment of silence, maybe bow your head and say, like, an intention you have for the day. Nine out of ten times, I say, please, I say to be productive. I just really want to have productive days. They help me feel good about myself and that I'm in my independent person and I'm not, like, too into anything. I feel most into myself when I am productive. Um, but it's not always going to happen every day. Some days I just need to, like, watch anime and um, listen to a podcast or make a podcast and keep going. So, yeah, but setting an intention for the day, journaling for the day, and having, like, good positive energy right at the start of your day really does make a difference, um, I think. Like, if you have a bad morning, it has an effect on your whole day. It can, at least. Um, I know it can for me. So, I think that having a to-do, to-be, to-feel list and a reflection time to journal was really helpful. And also, when you journal which I'll get into this later in the podcast, or I can get into it now. Gratitude journaling is really helpful if you find yourself being very negative. I've been finding myself feeling like my subconscious is being really mean to my conscious self, and I've always felt like that, and I don't really hide it. I've been in therapy for about six months now, and it's helped me in a lot of ways, and I think one of the main things that are left for me to learn there is to have like a kinder way of talking to myself which I don't think I have even though I don't verbally comprehend when I'm mean to myself I'm mean to myself but having a gratitude journal where you say like what you're happy for they're really really helpful to help rewire your mind I got this journal forever ago it was an expensive journal it's a very pretty journal I got it at Toko Baru a couple years ago and I decided that it was going to be my 20s journal <laughs> I put in it happy second decade of life I've been trying to do gratitude journaling every Monday Wednesday Friday at 5.45. However, I'm not gonna lie, it's really hard to do gratitude journaling when you're just getting into that habit because it's hard to think of things to be thankful for sometimes. I know when I did my first entry, I could not think of what I wanted to do for my first entry. Not with lack of things I could talk about, but I just didn't want to look back on my first entry and be like, mm, well, that turned sour. And so, I did my first entry on my cat Luna and I bawled my eyes out, dude, because I was just saying how much I love her 
and enjoy her company because that was the prompt. The prompt was someone's company that I enjoy is, and I put Luna, and it really made me like reflect on how lucky I was to find her. And I brought her into my life during a really tough stage, actually the same stage that I was doing this crazy routine. And yeah, it was really insightful and helpful and I couldn't recommend it more. <sighs> Another tangent. But um and then uh once you do your journaling and your to-do list, it says to read for 20 minutes. I know it sounds like a lot <laughs> and to just read on your own, but it's so good to read. I personally have had have had some struggles with reading for the majority of my life, all of my life if I'm being completely honest. But when I do read, I just feel better. My mind feels clearer, especially if I'm reading something that I enjoy. It doesn't have to be something educational. Um, it can be like a fiction novel or a young adult novel. Those are for all ages. I don't care who's saying it. I mean, don't read it if you're like super young. But young adult novels are for anyone you want, you know, as long as you're like 13, 12 plus. I don't know when a young adult like starts. But Reading for yourself is just like a way to help creativity as well. And then lastly, you do breakfast. I always hated that this step was last. I'm huge on breakfast. I'm massive on breakfast. You've heard my my routine now. I wake up, I make my smoothie. I don't like not having food immediately. This past weekend, my partner and I had this fiasco. I woke up really early on Saturday. He always sleeps until like 11 because he likes to sleep in and that's fine, even though it's a little late for me, um, but I woke up early because I wanted to work on some stuff for Blueberry and I wanted to work on some stuff for me, um, for school. I woke up, I worked on it, and I have recently had an issue where I don't like my smoothie anymore. I've had it for almost over a year now and I just don't like it anymore. And so yeah, it's a problem because I need my smoothie but I don't like my smoothie anymore. And so what do I do? <laughs> I, I just need it to be like sweeter. But I, okay, needless to say, if you are lacking in a smoothie, you don't know what smoothie to make, make my smoothie, the one that I mentioned earlier. It is so good. It is so good. I've just had it for so long and I just want something a little bit sweeter um, or I just need to like take a break from it. But anyways, I digress. Um, to recap, the billionaire routine is to recall your dreams, make your bed, have a full glass of water with vitamins, I forgot to add that, but with your vitamin, do breathing exercises, box breathing, meditate for 20 minutes, there's plenty of videos online, do intense exercise for one to two minutes, have a cold shower, and then you have your coffee or your tea or your hot drink of choice. You journal, you make a to-do, to-be, to-feel list, you read, and then you finally have breakfast. Now, I understand that this is kind of overkill, but again, I really think that this type of routine is helpful for people to do once in their life, because or for a while in their life, not once. If you do it once, you're just going to hate your morning. <laughs> but if you do it for like a month or even like a week or two, um, a little bit longer than like the normal like YouTube, like I'm gonna try this routine for a week. Like I think that it takes a little bit longer than that to get the hang of it um, and to not just hate the cold shower especially. Um, but cold showers really are great because once you get out of it, it's like warm somehow, even though showers are usually cold because you just caught out of like freezing water. But still, that is the billionaire 
morning routine and my routine again is like not like that anymore but I derive a lot of my morning routine based on what I learned from that routine and that's why I think it's helpful. The whole premise of that morning routine is to like wake up at like 4 a.m. I don't do that. I like to wake up early. I have 8 a.m. this semester but I don't like doing that. I don't I don't like waking up at 4.30. I can't do it. I don't, it's hard for me to go to bed before like at least, at earliest 11. So waking up at 4.30 is not in the cards for me yet, maybe as I get older, but not right now. So I think routines are really important and I encourage you to try and just incorporate one habit every day and that you think will be helpful, whether it be yoga, whether it be a cold shower, whether it be like making your bed, um, recalling your dreams if you like your dreams. Um, <laughs> reading is a really good one. Any of these would be really great to incorporate into your morning routine solely because they would help your mindset. The goal of these is to give yourself a good mindset for the rest of your day. Whatever gives you a good mindset to be productive in whatever you want to do that day, that's what you should do. So moving on from routines, um, and we did talk about gratitude journals, so I won't talk too much more about that. Um, now we're going to talk about what I've been working on at Blueberry. Work has been really busy and school has been daunting. So it's been kind of like freezing me because I'm like freaked out about it all. Um, I actually still have to do some homework tonight before midnight. It's 9.06 p.m. right now. I'll be fine. I think I'll be fine. <laughs> um, I'm usually okay with deadlines, but I also am very much more motivated when the time constraints are a lot quicker. Like if they're like closer to me than or is comfortable, then I'll actually get good work done. If it's like a week away, I won't do as well. Work is just kind of daunting because I want to keep up and keep thinking of new ideas to help expand Blueberry. But also I'm in school and I'm trying to decrease the amount that I'm working on Blueberry because I also am getting mentored by someone for being a potential PhD candidate or graduate school person a couple years after I graduate because I'm really interested in research and consumer behavior. Um, and I'm probably going to go into that very deeply in like a whole podcast. But to summarize, I just like need to decrease the amount of hours I'm doing at Blueberry. Um, so it's hard to keep spend time with deep thinking in order to have better ideas but I have had a few I have some awesome friends Quentin and Tori and I hung out with them just the other day and Tori is awesome because we talk about marketing and I don't have too many friends that talk to me about my like marketing or are interested in my job my partner and I talk about it because they're in marketing as well and they graduate with marketing degree um, but most of my friends like are in architecture or not in school right now or just in psychology or, you know, they're not like highly known. But some of the things that I have thought about um, and also Tori helped me think of um, is that we want to expand our social media presence maybe to Reddit. We have a presence in Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, a couple other places, but we don't have one in Reddit. And Reddit is sometimes used exclusively by podcasters, I think. I know my brother, who's in engineering, exclusively uses Reddit. He's not on Facebook or Instagram. He just uses Reddit. And I think that that's a really untapped market that Blueberry can tap into. I've also been following our users on Instagram because I have been put in charge of Podcaster of the Month. 
um, which is a really fun task. I get to like just figure out what podcast speaks to me or what I think would be really good for our followers to learn about um, or put a lot of work into their show. And then I um, give them a shout out, create an infographic for them. And there's a blog article made about them. They have the opportunity to be um, a guest on Podcast Insider. Um, if you're a podcaster and you're with Blueberry and you want to be nominated, uh, email me or DM Blueberry with your pitch on why. I would love to hear it. I love reading stuff about that. But I've been working on that. And by doing that, I have access to Blueberry's admin, which has all their accounts. And so what I've been doing is I've been looking at the different shows, organizing them from the most recently posted. Then I search that show on Instagram, see if it has an Instagram if it doesn't, I don't do anything. If it does and it seems active, I follow it. If it does, it's active and it has a lot of followers, then I'll email them because if they have a lot of followers and they have like traction with their podcast and I obviously like do, not obviously, but I also like do a little digging to make sure that their podcast is like positive or just like something that we're looking for in a podcast of the month. Um, and then I email them and yeah. I did have an issue where I didn't have a draft email that explained exactly what the person had to do to be podcaster of the month. I emailed them saying, hey, would you want to be podcaster of the month? And they said yes. And then I sent them what they had to do and they didn't do it. <laughs> and I felt really bad. Um, not really bad, but I was bummed because the other intern wanted to interview them because they were a fan. I understand why the podcaster like didn't respond anymore because they're very popular and very busy. And they thought that it was just like, I'll say yes, they'll say yes, and then it's, they get stuff for free or free promotion of their podcast, but they had to like answer intuitive questions for, so we can make a blog article about them. So that was a little stressful. So my main tip there is that when you're going to send an email or an email about potentially accepting some type of contest, you want to have like what they have to do if they accept in the original email. So that they know if they say yes, what they're signing up for. I think that's really important. And now I understand it completely because I messed up. So don't do what I did, but I don't do it now. And I did find a podcaster of the month. If you want to check them out, they're on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, Landis Wade, I believe it is. The Charlotte Readers Podcast. But yeah, so I've been working on podcaster of the month and making intricate infographics about that. Also, our Instagram has increased and it's engagement a lot, partially because of the admin, but partially, which it, and it started gaining traction before I started doing the admin, so I know this is true, um, partially because Cho and I have been upping our infographics. Um, we've been making them more interesting and um, usable. I'll tag Blueberry's Instagram below so you could check them out, but we have things like how to create a habit for podcasting, how to make a great podcast um, step by step or part one. And um, we've been getting just more interactions because I think that those infographics are more fun, more uh, eye-catching, and just have better information than the former did. So Cho and I are really excited about that. We've also been doing what I mentioned last podcast where we just like do a story every day, at least one story. And I do think that that's been helping getting Blueberry into people's minds. I'm really excited about it. Um, we also have this new type of admin, not admin, our, this new website that we have subscribed to called SEMrush, which really helps us with advertisements and learning about how our different social medias are doing individually and where we can like improve and 
it's just a really great source um and i'm gonna do like a another uh full episode basically on semrush because i want an excuse to really research it so i can use it to its full potential because it's a really cool site what i've also been working on and be given today is I've been working with uh, Google Sheets to clarify how the flow of traffic to Podcast Insider blogs. Um, we just want to see if they're really working and what posts lead them to the site the most, etc. So I'm really excited to do some data analytics with that. One other thing I've been working on is that um, I am writing a newsletter for a release that's coming soon for Blueberry. And so that's been really fun because I get to like write and then co-write the actual release of the article and do a whole newsletter on my own and so there's a lot of stuff brewing in blueberry and it's really fun um but it's also really daunting because there's so much to do and i have work and i want to make this podcast and so it's just been tough but having a morning routine i know I've got, i'm trying to make a full circle but it's true having a morning routine or having just ways that i can like refocus myself when i maybe don't want to focus has really helped me um i'm really proud of it and especially cold showers they really do help i really believe that um they're not for everyone but i really do do like cold showers i have i'm a weird tendency with temperature i like lukewarm water and i like cold showers so fun um, overall, uh, everything's been going good. School is daunting. I have classes from 8 a.m. until like 3.20 to 3 or 3.50 uh, every Tuesday and Thursday with like no breaks, um, with literally no breaks. And randomly, I have one class in the middle of my five classes that is all the way across campus. So I have 10 minutes to get to that class and 10 minutes to get back to another class. It's a fun time, um, but... I haven't had to make the, that hike yet because school has been online until tomorrow. Well, for it was technically today that it started, but tomorrow for me because I don't have schools on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Um, so, yeah, it's been really fun uh, the past couple weeks and being able to work more intensely at Blueberry for uh, the winter break when I didn't have school to focus on. But it's also scary because I have to like transition out of doing that and focus in on school and I always end up doing good in school um I just pull it out but it's always daunting and I always get anxiety about it but I have a really good support system that I'm really excited about um and thankful for but yeah um I think that's it for this episode um I it was a little bit shorter but I just wanted to give you it's just just get back into that groove. I just wanted to get back into that groove. Um, and I am, and I'm here. And I just need to like recognize that it's not hard to hit record. And sometimes I just want everything to be perfect for this podcast. And I feel like, and I do know that I really want to uh, research my, my different topics and I just want them to be informative. But also I need to like give myself some space because this is like my podcast this is for me. I can talk about me. It's not a bad thing. Blah, 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 blah. I need to stop saying blah. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Um, I hope you guys are having a wonderful week. Um, and I hope that this brightened your week. Um, I'm sorry about talking about my bad dream. I have had good dreams before. Um, just not recently. I'm looking to move so I don't live on the first floor. 
I don't like living alone on the first floor. I like living alone. I don't like living alone on the first floor. Oh, oh, I, for I almost forgot. Um, I decided to put a little bit of me singing just to test it out. I recorded myself singing this one song that I want to learn on guitar, um, and I loved it. So I'm just gonna insert it, and then it'll go straight out. So, yeah, happy to be back. I was lost in space. I was lost in space, and now I found my place. I was lost in space. Bye guys.